One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to bluenile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at bluenile.com for $50 off your purchase. bluenile.com code LISTEN. The Square Ball Podcast. Hello, welcome to the show that is brought to you along with Levi Solicitors. They will offer you that 10% discount on your legal fees at levisolicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball. World Cup diary for you today then with me, Dan Moylan. Michael Normanton's here as well, as is Moscow White, Daniel Chapman. Uh, if you don't want to follow, well, you can follow the original World Cup, the FIFA version, but it's not as good as ours, is it? Ours is more concise. It is. It's, it's digestible. You can Well, you can listen to all the games in about... What, 15 minutes a day? Yep, so we're putting out an episode that the same day as all the games in the World Cup, following exactly the same format. We've just replaced Leeds United players in for the World Cup teams, haven't we? And it's based around federation. So, for example, we've put an African player in when an African team plays. It's shambolic. Yes, enjoyably shambolic. And we've roped in Johnny Buchan, um, Adam Pope and Phil Hay for the uh, for the group stages. Um, we're on to the knockout rounds nearly. Um, they're not recorded yet. Hopefully Phil will come back. <laughs> if not, we'll be me doing his voice. We'll be truncating it. <laughs> And um, that is over on the Extra Ball, our uh, our members' extra podcast. Find it uh, as part of TSB Plus, the squareball.net forward slash plus. Charity calendars as well. Quick plug for those. Get those before it turns 2023. You're looking for one there, Moscow? No, I was just going to say, if you are a TSB Plus member whose uh, pocket casts on Android has gone astray, it's them, not us. Try Podcast Addict and try Google Podcasts. And we're talking to Podcast Addict about why they've changed things. Pocket casts, you mean? Podcast Addict haven't changed things. Let's do that again. Then. <laughs> Whoever was the bad guy? Pocket casts, shit. Podcast addict. That's what I use in fairness on Android, yeah. and I've never had any bother with it. They're Excellent. a great bunch of lads. Yeah, pocket casts has always been weird, and it's got weirder. So if you're struggling with pocket casts, please try another one, and we're sorry for the inconvenience. It's a yes. pervert's choice anyway. <laughs> right. Um, so shall we get straight into the World Cup chat, the hot World Cup chat? Uh, it's Monday lunchtime as we speak. We've just witnessed the Three all game uh, of the tournament. Good game, wasn't it? I mean, I, the thing is, I was driving here in the car, having been in Otley, got to three one Serbia, and I switched it off. And I came into the office not long after, so I was listening to a podcast in the car, one of ours, obviously. Got in the office, it was three three. It was good, and the the second goal was delightful. It was it looked offside, but he wasn't, and then he got to on the keeper and did a delightful little scoop. Excellent. Which you know you don't see enough scoops. Who was playing? Serbia and Cameroon. Right. It was fun. I must okay. admit, but it's one of those you see on paper and you think. Probably going to be shit this. But yeah, no. They often turn into the best games of the tournament, don't really? they? It's been, I was thinking ahead of that game, it's got a bit boring this World Cup. I'm kind of a bit. Well, that's what was. Not, what, not much has happened, it feels like. My opening question to you both was going to be Have you got some World Cup fatigue? Um, and how much of it have you actually watched? I've kind of watched bits of most of it, but I don't know, not much has gripped me, I've got to say, flicking through games. I've generally been a bit like doing something else. Maybe it's my fault for being too easily distracted. Maybe I should have committed more to, you know. Belgium against Morocco or whatever but it just has felt I don't know, it doesn't feel like anyone's that good I think France and Spain are both quite good but it, not enough to get me excited at this stage Did you not get fully drawn in by England against USA Gareth Southgate's England giving all the thrills that you needed mm. 
We should talk about that as a jump-off point, shouldn't we, actually? Yeah, so because that, that wasn't wasn't great from an English point of view. Um, USA did well, though. I thought they were the better side in that game. But I mean, were England even trying? Pre-tournament, we were expecting this performance against Iran, I think, weren't we? A kind of turgid, defensive sort of performance where nothing really gets going. But then we turned up and we were good, and then it was just in, it was just delayed for a week. So, yeah, it was shit. <laughs> just really boring. Yeah, it's but, the it's the worst of Southgate's England. I was going to say you could yeah we've seen the best and the worst when they were kind of let off the leash in that first game, but you you almost wonder whether it's like a retractable leash like you put on the dog that whoosh, rings him right back to you because there was no like attacking, there was no risk taking, was there? There was no no nothing like you know you think if if the USA are like pegging you back in your half with this high pressing, why not try and force them up the field a little bit? But they didn't. They just tried to absorb it all, and it was not not comfortable watching, was it? Tyler Adams, that was the difference. Can't do anything with Tyler Adams on the pitch. Unless you're playing Leeds, then teams teams obviously score quite a, quite a bit. But in that game, that's not his fault, though. That's not his fault. No, it's not. Brentford had qualified for the World Cup. They could have been storming <laughs> through the group stage. <laughs> uh, he was brilliant, wasn't he? In that game, and he's been brilliant so far in the tournament. Is he the best midfielder in the world? Yes, that is. But he's the best player in the world from this. What I've seen at this World Cup. Yep. Messi, Ronaldo, I know have got you know got goals and what have you. I mean, but... Ronaldo's just there to stat pad, isn't he? He got that penalty, so dive for it. Yeah, let's be clear as well. He cheated to win a penalty. Hmm. Uh, should we stick that in front of the uh, the committee? He, he, he did die for it. He's been doing this his, his entire career. He gets in front of people, sticks a leg across, waits for them to make the slightest contact, and is this a ch- is this a chuck all your medals in the bin type? And fires himself up in the air. Yeah. yeah, obviously, I mean, not anymore particularly, but he obviously has been an incredible player. I've never liked him. It's worth saying because mm. he's always he's always been a detestable wanker <laughs> for one reason or another. But now he's not even that good, and I think he. He's, he's obviously struggling with it as well. Is it a bit like sort of the, the Elvis comeback era <laughs> sort of thing? One for the kids, etc. Um, Are you suggesting we'll find him dead on a toilet at some point? Maybe. Maybe he'll go see out his career in MLS. Maybe he won't. Unlikely. Maybe. He'll he'll end up in, in Saudi Arabia probably if no one else will pay his exorbitant wages because he's, he's, like, he's almost like the, not faded pop star, but pop star rock stars whose heyday was well behind them and they are doing that tour, aren't they? Just um, getting the coin in, doing the stadium tour. Almost now. I want to say Rolling Stones, but the Rolling Stones are obviously very, very talented. That makes it sound disparaging. I don't want to compare the Rolling Stones to Ronaldo. Um, dig me out of this hole, Moscow. What did you make of England's performance? Um, you've put me in a hole. I mean, I would have had to have watched it. Did you not watch? It was on. Right. And then I sort of got the measure that it was going to be a bit dull and then just kind of didn't. It was turned the sound down red. It was, it was a perfect reflection of what we were saying in the run-up to the tournament about Southgate's England. We've, like how we've got a weird relationship with that team because they're they're all eminently decent humans from what you can tell there's none of them that strike you as being massively detestable like when you look back on the so-called golden generation how many of them we, we didn't like mm. and they never did anything but this lot all seem fairly decent people and yet there's something about that thing that just doesn't quite set the pulses racing maybe it is the style of football I, I mean it could be when we got to the final of the Euros we did have a similar performance against Scotland which did result in like massive street parties of the Scotland fans, they seemed to celebrate it like they'd won something, which they got a nil-nil against us. But it was, I suppose you could compare it to that and we did go on to play better after that. It's the last game that matters, isn't it? So Southgate, based on what he did in the Euros and based on what he did here, if it was his influence entirely, has an argument in terms of that point against the USA essentially qualified England from the group. It would have to be dramatic batshit results for England not to go through now. So what's more important from the group stages is get the points, get qualified and then worry about the rest later. But that's only the, um, and that's pretty much what happened in the 
your roles is kind of get to the next stage, get to the next stage. But then I think the thing with England against USA is it was you know hyped up as the reasonably quite rightly as like a really good game that lots of people look forward looking forward to, and um, failing to deliver on that part of it. It's all very well you can say well Southgate got the point and England got through, but also Friday night loads of people looking forward to seeing that game, and it's just a typical England letdown where like 15 minutes in if you're used to what Southgate's England can serve up think well I'll turn it down and then maybe if he's bringing Phil Foden on I might have a look what bit of John Henderson didn't excite you well he did bring Foden did he bring Grealish on at the same time Yeah, and then Foden stayed sitting down so and immediately as soon as Grealish was on the pitch he was dribbling around four people wasn't he Um, it was Rashford he brought on wasn't it but also Grealish. I'm not imagining that. John, no, no, I know no, I didn't watch he was it. definitely there. Um, yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah. It happened. It <laughs> wasn't all just a dream. <laughs> um, Sadly. Yeah, but so that was like the one bit of excitement. And he thought, well, maybe, you know, there's got to be a way of being able to fit in the most like sort of thrilling footballers in, in the world, as well as your Jordan Hendersons and Mason Mounts and whatever else you, you feel like you need to get you through the night. <laughs> Mason Mounts, probably the most detestable member of this England squad, actually. Not for any particular reason. I think there's is, the, it, is it the hair touching that you don't the, like? There's the Derby stuff. There's the Chelsea aspect of him. There's the Lampard connection. I don't know. Yeah, I, it's, I, it's all, was, you're hating him by proxy almost. If I was to pick on someone, yeah, needlessly in this England squad, <laughs> it would be Mason Mount. <laughs> needlessly, because he's not. A, I'm sure he's not a bad bloke, really. And he's and he's not done anything really to think. Oh, he's worthy of his place versus Foden, has he? No, I think that's the thing. Feels like he's he's blocking a better player. Yeah, what I, I would say. From, from an American point of view, huge TV audience in the states. I think did I read that? Was it a Fox uh, Sports tweet that was saying it was the biggest ever TV audience for a for a soccer match, being as it was on on Black Friday, the day after Thanksgiving in the states. So a huge holiday, huge sporting occasion as well over that side of the pond. What a treat they got! And what a yeah. <laughs> See <laughs> how the, uh, the originators of the game play it. But it's a performance they can be proud of, and like you say, from a from a Leeds point of view, if you look with your Tyler Adams lens on, it, you know it was. Oh yeah, I mean, Tyler Adams playing well is great. Brendan Aronson got his little substitute appearance at the end, didn't he? I think. And uh, but the, you know, everyone has always said that the the problem with soccer cracking the American market is boring nil nil draws. And again, uh, maybe the uh, Southgate just doesn't want the game to be successful um, over the pond. Spiteful. Yeah, it's out completely <laughs> sabotaged. Uh, what is it? Twenty years since MLS started. He's like, right, nope. You can. Uh, you will find no joy. Yeah. It'll, um, it'll be like when um, Lionel Messi goes to into Miami and Phil Neville puts him at left back or something. Like, as him as him doing imparts his wisdom on him up and down the up and down the left wing to try and uh, help out defensively rather than uh, setting him free and entertaining people. But yeah, it is a you know that's just what it all felt like with that. Is it's a, a shame that such a big match was a bit of a, a bit meh. Yeah, I think we have been hugely ungrateful in some ways because I know I know we've done well in the last couple of tournaments, but. Thinking back to 2014 when we went out with a nil-nil to Costa Rica was the only point we managed to get out of a group stage. There were two two-one defeats in there. Back to 2010, remember the one-all draw with the USA, which was terrible. Followed up by a nil-nil against Algeria, sneaking through with a one-nil yeah. win against Slovenia. But Michael, I take all those points on board, and you are correct. But I'm going to counter it by saying, football, as we saw under Marcelo Bielsa, and he reminded us, it's entertainment. It's supposed to be entertainment at its core. And that wasn't very entertaining. So I think people are, with, are within their rights to say that wasn't very entertaining. I agree. The, the World Cup as a whole, I mean, you were saying before, it's not been particularly captivating. And, you know, it's the question of 
shoving it in the middle of the Western football calendar and giving everybody a week to prepare. And of course, the players are playing like dopey strangers because they've not seen each other on a training pitch until a week ago. Um, and it's where some of Southgate's kind of attitude maybe pays off. It's like, well, let's just stick with the players who know each other, who know what they're doing and do something simple instead of, you know, throwing in too much random entertainment. So it's kind of what you're going to get in a, a World Cup where everybody's worried about fatigue, they're worried about um, climate, they're worried about injuries. And obviously everybody's absolutely terrified of being knocked out because you can imagine, I mean, Southgate's getting criticised because England are a bit boring. He would have been absolutely dragged through the streets if England would have been knocked out yeah. um, in the group stages. So Pragmatism pra- is the word you're after there. Yeah, none of it makes for any of it being any fun whatsoever. So we just kind of have to factor that <laughs> endure, in. Endure, we have to endure. Um, but it's a shame for the people who maybe don't follow football as closely because they would maybe turn into that thing with the World Cup once every four years and you pick the the big games and you, if you are the over in uh, the USA and you think, oh, well, I've heard all this great stuff about the US MNT is going to be fantastic, a golden generation of exciting, youthful players. I'm going to watch this game on a holiday and then what you get is the kind of football match that people who like know a lot about or see a lot of football, like, yeah, we're used to that. Yeah. Um, and the but the you you have the extra sigh, a lot of sighing from people who maybe don't know that football can be like that more often than it isn't. There will be some people who are enjoying this World Cup, but we're old. And no, I mean, I think, I'm, I'm enjoying I it from this from the sense that I know I can wake up and there'll be football somewhere in in my sphere mm. all day, pretty much until almost the kids go to bed. You know, so you can kind of immerse yourself in it if you want to. Like, I'm you know, driving here in the car, I've listened to it on the radio, even though I had no particular, you know, dog in the uh, in the fight. Kind of I thought you were going to dog in the car, though. No, I didn't have a dog in the car either, but I did go to the vets to pick up dog make dog I think that's what, I, think that's, so I, know, dog, I know you've done that, so yeah, I had it in my head. Dog dog on the brain at the minute, uh, which is what I think Gaza sang that, didn't he? <laughs> that's uh, the one. Dog on the brain is all main, all... Main? All main, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, we had our first glimpse of, of Rafinha as well, didn't you? That was nice. That brought a little tear to the eye. Fuck him. He's dead to me. Useless. No, he's, but he's, he's not the same guy, is he? They've broken him. He should come home. <laughs> come I mean, back to come back to this. Come back to what you know. When they fail to make the payments, maybe, maybe we will yeah, repossess him. Um, and just ret- actually return to the. They've England. paid for him though, haven't they? I not don't think that joke it? works anymore because they they just paid all of it. Yeah, I thought there were installments and stuff. Maybe no. the first installment wasn't. I don't know. I think if he wins the World Cup or wins the Champions League, there's bonus payments. But that was part of the thing with Phillips and Rafinha is we took slightly lower fees to get all the cash. Oh, I thought Rafinha And then they paid the on September the 1st, yeah. Because like 50 million is a lot of money, isn't it, in one go? I, I certainly wouldn't have that if they asked for that for my gas bill, which is probably approaching that, to be perfectly honest, the way things are heading. I was just going to say, returning back to um, to England's group and Wales, obviously, the reason why it's unfolded as it has, and perhaps you're right, you know, maybe Southgate thought, let's not overexert the players in this middle game. It's a, it's a three-game group, as he said in the post-match, didn't they? Maybe you just play a bit more conservatively in this second game. And then battle Wales. And Wales game is coming up. Yeah, it is. It's a three-game group. And uh, they lost to uh, to Iran, which was uh, funny or disastrous, depending on your nationality. It's just a shame all round, really, that Tyler Roberts wasn't fit in time. Mm. Could have, would have made, uh, made the difference. Could have made the difference. On a similar tip, USA just need a striker, don't they? Yes. Put probably. a striker in that side and you're more dangerous. Yeah, and I know there's been a lot of stuff at this World Cup about the propaganda and stuff, but I felt like the, the Welsh pundits were doing their absolute best in that <laughs> as well. Ashley Williams... Saying that he just caught him with that when he with that red card, Hennessy. when he booted a man's head off, yes. when he's come like thirty yards out of his off his line to to twat a man it's, in the head. It's one of those you've got to get that, isn't it? If you, you've got to kick it, otherwise you're in bother. Yeah, and if, I think he thought Iran just edged it, and he was a bit unlucky in in that, and it was a bit like, well, I'm not quite sure what you've been watching here, but uh, no, yeah, Wales don't look 
don't look very good, do they anymore? No. I know I know this is setting us up for a fall with with them still to play. But like Bale and Ramsey were both brilliant not so long ago. And now you look at them and you think it's a bit of a, a bit like watching Ronaldo watching Bale. You can kind of remember when he used to do dead good stuff, but now it's kind of The penalty was good. Yeah. You maybe needed somebody I know he's, he doesn't run around as much and that's kind of his, uh, where it's going wrong but somebody to in a pressure moment and they need a goal at the World Cup and somebody just with the mentality to step up and smash it into the back of the net. Tyler Roberts um, again you're thinking about aren't you? Well if Bale hadn't been available I'm sure Roberts would have finished it off but <laughs> you know Bale isn't frightened of any of that stuff and he's probably not frightened of any of the criticism as well. He's just sat in Madrid having people shouting at him for playing golf for five years so he's kind of <laughs> pretty impervious to any kind of pressure that you try to put him under. And then, and that'll be an interesting aspect for the England-Wales game because England just have to not lose 4-0, don't they? Yeah. And then they'll go through. And then Wales, essentially, nothing to lose. And I guess for players like Bale and Ramsey and maybe a few of the, well, I don't know about some of the other older players, whether they'll be as involved. But last hurrah, go for broke. Let's just see what we can do and try and... Um, bloody the noses of our nearest neighbours on the world stage would be because if you can't go they've got a this is the kind of the, the thing, first World Cup since 1958 so you just make the getting there first of all is a fantastic achievement and then the next thing to do is like let's see what we can tick off while we're there because you know with the best one in the world Wales are not going to win we're not going to win the World Cup so you just try and do well, let's score a goal and they've done that and they've got a point do that try and get a win would be and then if you got those three things, you go home and say like, well, that was pretty good and then we'll try again to get to the next World Cup and do some more stuff there. And so there's a lot of kind of motivation, even though uh, they can't go through, they can win a game at the World Cup and that would be a fantastic achievement. And uh, you never know, Dan James could be the one <laughs> swinging a, a cross across for uh, Bale to uh, shove Michael's words back down his throat. <laughs> well, somewhere in between. Heading that. it off, his, we'd have all the advantage of that thick head of hair. <laughs> I was going to say, in. somewhere in between that one. He'll go along with his long, he'll let loose his ponytail and start shaking it about and say, Michael, this is what a, a no Bobby Charlton comparisons the, to Gareth Bale. It's the Welsh and the Canadians have upset now. Oh, have you upset the Canadians? Moscow was just telling me I've upset a Canadian, Richard. Sorry, yeah, Richard. Richard, Richard, Richard is Richard actually Canadian? Oh, he's, he's English, but lives in Canada. He's lived there long enough to uh, um, to know that Tim Hortons is the best coffee in the world, etc. Were you trashing? Because you were, you were saying bad things for you. I didn't think I was trashing him. What you should do in the finest tradition of internet opinions now is double down. I you, celebrated you, each and every Croatia goal last night. I mean, I did already apologise on your behalf. And so. <laughs> but if you want to throw that back in both mine well, what, and Richard's what faces, what was his crime exactly? Just being mean about Canada. I thought Canada were dead good in that first game. I think I, was, I, I, think I think you said they're not very good, are they? I think I might have said they were exciting, but they weren't. I think I was quality, saying they? that I didn't expect them to be competitive in that way because I'm looking, judging by the players. I mean, like Junior Hoylet is is a kind of a mainstay of their team, and I know he's caused us many problems in the championship, but um, he's not of the class of a World Cup player. I wouldn't have thought. And yet he's at the World Cup, and where are you? Well, I was never in contention, I don't think. Uh, <laughs> We're not. It was a, it we was sat, a sat by your phone when they announced although, it. Although Canada do have, they do have that old okay. man playing for them, don't they? Let's do it the other way. He's at the World Cup, where's Erling Haaland? That's true. See? Shit bastard. Mm-hmm. He's crap too. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. 
Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes, until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I was just going to say before, um, in between that Wales-Iran game and the England-USA game, we had the Qatar-Senegal game as well, which sent Qatar home before even the first Friday of the World Cup was out. I mean, sent them home. They were home. They were home. Yeah, they were already home. Back to the houses. Yes, just had to drive from the stadium home again, which is what they probably did anyway. Maybe the team hotel. Hmm. Depends, doesn't it? It was but, strange that because when they scored and you saw people celebrating the stadium, you thought, ah, oh, it's nice they've scored, I suppose. Yeah. But then you thought, no, bad Qatar. There's probably a distinction to be drawn there because we're saying that, you know, it's good that Wales got to a World Cup after so long, uh, got a goal, got a point, now can work on getting a win, all great achievements. They didn't spend $200 billion trying to do that. So I think putting Qatar's little pissy little goal into uh, a context. you get angry Qataris coming at you now, Moscow. Well, bring it on. And Radrizani, probably. Because mm. he's a he's a fan of them, isn't he? Did you, did you notice that he'd... I can't remember what the tweet was exactly, but it's now gone from his timeline. Something about... Somebody had mentioned the lack of diversity within... Oh, no, the, it's still there. Is it there? Is it, I'm sure I looked at his timeline. It was, in a, it, was, he, it was a reply to someone, so... Ah, so it wouldn't have appeared. Right, yeah, where he was sort of defending the, the diversity within the crowd. Which, let's be honest, was a bit of a sausage fest, the one that was being pointed out. Yeah, it was a little bit, wasn't it? Yeah. I noticed um, Pochettino as well was was on, kind of saying what a great World Cup it oh, was. Was he shilling for him? Was, yeah, a little, a little bit, yeah. He started, he, he kind of did an intro in the one. We've got Pochettino was in the studio and he went, yes, it's been a really good World Cup, hasn't it? It's dead good here. And they were like, yep, cool. <laughs> Silence. <laughs> Probably true from Pochettino's uh, perspective. Yeah, true. So you just go from corporate area to corporate area being treated exactly as you um, swilling down your Swilling down your Budweiser Moscow in your yeah. corporate areas. Where it's allowed, yeah. I mean, there's the FIFA branded champagne, isn't it? That's all on there, all flowing. So there's no problems if you are uh, um, rich enough to have a good time. It's <laughs> yeah. generally true of everywhere. Because so, yeah, because Rad's has been there. You're right. You're absolutely correct. And he's also rich enough to have a good time. So I'm rich enough to have a nice good time, time in Pontefract. Yeah, <laughs> and so I do. He's been uh, milling about with his Qatari mates, hasn't he? Basically, there in the uh, in the luxury areas, or has he been there tidying um, up the loose ends on the Cody Gakpo deal? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Maybe. Kind of the loose ends as in like withdrawing the offer because it's ridiculous. <laughs> Do you not think we're going to get him now? Um, I mean, it seemed it seemed unlikely before. <laughs> I am asking this with tongue planted firmly in cheek, as you know. Yeah, people see, say he's quite good now. <laughs> but we knew first and that's the important bit. I, I mm. liked him before he was famous. Do we still have a uh, go with the Kettler? Mm. And Bamba Dieng, we've seen him as well. Yeah. Get them all. I mean, Belgium are terrible, aren't they? 
that's the one thing I've taken from this. Well, have you seen um, that there's some ruffled feathers in there? Because you see that, I think it was Kevin De Bruyne did an interview with The Guardian, but it was a Man City fan who interviewed him. And he said, I will, because he doesn't do interviews quite famously, but he said, I, you can come and interview me at home, but you've got to interview the whole family. So it's quite nice. I read it as a piece, but in there they got chatting about Belgium and he was saying, now we're basically, we're too old now to be good. Unfortunately, this side, our best chance was 2018 and not anymore. I think it's Jan Vertonghen, isn't it? Who's kind of in the post-match mm. quotes after they lost, was saying, maybe we were too old to score a goal or going forward or whatever. So you can tell there's that. What you would classically actually associate with the Dutch all falling out with one another at a World Cup. Are you uh, looking up Jan Vertonghen's age there? Yes. Yeah. Because I was surprised he was still playing. Me as well. But he's only 35. So he's not the but oldest. He's, younger he's than been, you. Uh, he's not the oldest player. He got the call to go on the plane. He's been horribly injured since he left Arsenal. Well, he went to Barcelona mm. in a big move and then um, his legs just immediately gave out. So that's going to be a, a factor. But yeah, it is a... Um, I would probably lean... I mean, that's no defence for Jan Vertonghen, really, is it? It's come out. I'd say, yeah, Kevin De Bruyne is... Because if De Bruyne is wrong and they're not too old to win the World Cup, what's the problem? Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's what KDB... Because they're not one, have they? back in the same, what's the problem? Yeah, well, well, he'll just oh. say, we're too old. He's right. They yeah. look old and terrible. And so <laughs> whether if he hadn't said that, Vertonghen would have been sprinting around World Cup pitches with all the energy of a of a young gazelle maybe that's the only thing but in either case it's hard to sort of disagree with De Bruyne's view that perhaps if Belgium could find one a defender who is not a 35 year old post knee injury um, Jan Vertonghen might give them some better chances and there's players like they've got um, who's the uh, is it Grossman from Brighton Lloyd yes is he there with them? No, it's Pascal Gross. Yeah. Is he Belgian? No, no. Where's no. he from? You're thinking of, um, <laughs> you're thinking of the, the one who looks like a, um, a, a crack addict. What's yeah. his name? Trossard. Trossard. Trossard, there you go. And, so, there's, and there's Lawrence de Bock, he's only 30 years old. Just, just for the record, we should say very clearly he's not a crack addict. No, he's, he's just, just got very dark eyes. He just he just does a slightly haunted look he's about him. Look at one. Yeah, so they could play him. He's he's scoring goals in the Premier League, isn't he? And they've got a uh, um, everybody like maybe I'm still if, uh, it is Lloyd Grossman thing, by the way. If Jan Tielemans, he's one. He's a Belgian international player. He could play for them, right? Well, he could. <laughs> you just shouting out random Belgians. Well, now. no, he is. Tintin. A, he's good. Tintin. He could play for him. I think Tielemans is in the squad, isn't he? He's I, there. I, I'd imagine so. So, but then why is he's not playing the games? And everybody, I think he's like. He's probably like a £70 million move to scum away from suddenly being in the midfield for Belgium, isn't he? That's, that's the thing. So <laughs> I was going to say, um, prior to Belgium's defeat to Morocco, um, Australia beat Tunisia on, on Saturday, which brought its own form of entertainment. That's the stuff I think you enjoy at the World Cup, isn't it? Seeing teams like Australia, who, from the other side of the world, to us, we don't see much of the Aussies, apart from in little fits and starts when they're playing in the Premier Since League. neighbours got cancelled. Indeed. Well, it's getting resurrected, isn't it, by Amazon, I believe. Okay. Yeah, so that's good news. And Rasmus played... Um, when France beat Denmark, I think Mbappe had a bit of fun with him. What, were you looking confused, Moscow? I mean, have you got some more, some more Belgians to know? Was the goal Christensen's fault that uh, France scored? It was a bit of a classic Leeds goal, actually. It was a cross to the back post that he was kind of the wrong side of. There was someone coming in behind him to, to score. Okay. So I say someone, it was Mbappe, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it was quite good. He's yeah. fairly famous. <laughs> got me for not being able to identify the Belgian <laughs> players. Like, um, yeah, because I've not, I didn't see that game either but I was aware that people were saying uh, Christensen was the fault the and problem Spain-Germany it needed a, uh, a Diego Llorente Robin Cock 
pairing up a matchup there, didn't it, to make that one more entertaining? Good game, though. Good game, Se- good game. Half, first, first half, I was a bit disappointed. But Why? yeah, I know it just felt a bit... Mind you, you're disappointed with everything, aren't you? No, I thought the second half was good. And I was I was thrilled with Cameroon against Serbia. That yep. was good. Yeah, So, no, I, and who was the... Uh, that German fella came on I'd never heard of as well, which was fun. Who scored? Go on. What's his name? Do some live Googling. He plays for Werder Bremen. He does, doesn't he? Yeah. He's quite old. He's maybe the... He should join up with Belgium <laughs> if he has that as an option. <laughs> Just pop over. Uh, it's something like truck, isn't it? So, something um, like truck. So onto the games that we've, we've potted on Monday today so we can chat. Folkrug. That's like truck, isn't it? Yeah. yeah it's, probably, it's probably a translation, yeah. Folk, folk rug. It's, folk ger- truck. it's German for um, the shared wig. <laughs> <laughs> right. England, uh, England playing Wales then on Tuesday. We've got USA versus Iran. No rivalries there then. Isn't, did they see somebody saying that? Like, Iran is one of the biggest importers of the Stars and Stripes in the world, like the second biggest or something, or manufacturers of it, because they like to burn the Stars and Stripes, which is wild. I, I did hear, whether it's true or not, I yeah, don't know. But yeah, it, was, it, it was fun it to was, read. It was a fact doing the rounds. Yeah, which obviously always goes down well in the States, I imagine. Um, but yeah, the, the historical rivalry there, going back to the politics of the 70s and 80s, is uh, it adds a little a frisson of, uh, of excitement to that one. And uh, England versus Wales history, of which goes back to, what, the 1400s or something? I mean, Weston McKenney needs to be be wary because he's done his hair in that colour hasn't he if there's a Steve Nichol type around oh, yeah. set that straight on fire yeah famously set um, one of his was it Gary Ablett's wife yeah. set, set her hair on fire for <laughs> reasons that we still don't know about well, the way that nearly became one of Gary Ablett's wife's <laughs> hair on fire I think he only had one at a time at least is Gary Ab- Ablett married, married to Weston McKenney now I, d- I don't know it seems unlikely doesn't it but... well this will be the test isn't it um, of whether Weston McKenney can come through that match unscathed because um, if we do then it was the, if he does it's the Gary Ablett factor but if his uh, if his head goes up like a, a paper lantern, then obviously it's the, the colour of it. We keep being, we keep being linked with the <laughs> whatever attracts Steve Nichol to it. With Weston McKenney, don't we? Well, yeah, we were. It's quite good. Yeah. I, I won't mind him. Well, I watched it, having been aware of the previous links, and thought, yeah, let's get him. <laughs> just for, if we're going if we're going to America, just get him. Get him. Get, get Pulisic too, even yeah. though he's got he's got quite an annoying face as Pulisic. Yeah, has, has Chelsea changed his face to become more annoying? He's gone a bit. Him and Mason Mount are sort you, of. You see, the American viewers slash listeners now will be all over this because he's the golden he's, boy. I know he's the golden boy, but he's got he's got a very um he's got a very beggy face. He's got like <laughs> a constant look of being slightly aggrieved with a referee. That's Chelsea for you. I think yeah. Let's blame Chelsea. We'll get him to Leeds and he'll be fine. We can heal him. We can fix him. Yeah, we yeah. de Chelsea'd Tony Dorigo quite well, but I think we never really cracked it with Dennis Wise or Jody Morris <laughs> yeah. or Ken Bates. Or Ken Bates. Will we? Uh, will we be watching Wales versus England Moscow? When is it? It's Tuesday night at 7pm. That's tomorrow night. <laughs> Michael, will you watch I'll definitely be watching it. I'll be it. watching it, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, will you be on the other side, Moscow? Iran against the USA. Um, I mean, who knows? <laughs> it's Anything could happen. You got a good book on the go? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to be doing instead? I don't know. I might um, um, tell people why Pocket Cast isn't working. <laughs> it's been one of the... That's something I... Yeah, sort of put the TV on and then sit on the sofa with a laptop and have a look at our like customer service <laughs> email account. It's better than watching the World Cup at the moment. Um, yeah, so Keeps the no- things ticking over. The, uh, the knockouts start Saturday, so we'll come back and do something before that, I imagine, as we as the groups start getting rounded up. Would make sense to do so, wouldn't it? Yeah. Come we're back and report on Eng- a more fun England game, potentially. You think? Give it, give it the same rigorous analysis that we've given the group <laughs> stages so far. Well, I think it's it's only fair that we're doing it in this way because... Let's not pretend to be knowledgeable. <laughs> no. Oh, good God, no. It'd be, it'd be insincere of us to go out and 
read what some other people have said and then come on and repeat it, wouldn't it? I mean, would it? Isn't that what everyone does? Well, it is exactly so. (laughs) If you want that, go listen to it somewhere else. Uh, I think it should be entertaining, Wales versus England, if only just because of the uh, the local rivalry and all that. Um, you'd expect England to win, but you never know under these circumstances, do you? And do you know what? Even if England don't win... Ah. Grind out a nil three. That's what we should do. <laughs> Let Wales get really close, but then not quite. Just to make it more interesting. It does have a bearing on the uh, on the knockout phases, doesn't it? If they, if and assuming they do get there, meh, whatever. Other thing to wrap up from a Leeds perspective, by the way, is that the um, Jean-Kevin Augustin verdict has been released by Cass not the verdict but you know the actual um, the reasoning I mean the long 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 story short of this and I read the whole document which was just long and long uh, was that the deal that Leeds agreed with RB Leipzig used the term end of season when it came to signing him um, and that was ultimately the most persuasive element for Cass which is the court for arbitration for sport the arbitration body that's settling this it basically said that his loan deal did expire on June the 30th that was correct um, but Cass ultimately said that didn't matter. That was a separate clause and that Leeds would sign John Kevin Augustan at the end of the season and uh, did. That's not strictly... That's the potted version. I'm trying to give it in the most digestible couple of sentences. Yeah, the crucial element is that there was also the thing that they said we would sign him on the 1st of July Yeah. if Leeds had been promoted at the end of the season. Yeah. So there was a little bit of a date clash there. But they said ultimately that didn't matter. It yeah. Was, yeah, you could easily... Try, and the intention of the contract was that he would sign if we went up and we did. So they had yeah, to... We it just to needed a bit of yeah. um, Doctor Who style time travel to kind of negotiate. Like, if the season hasn't ended by July the 1st, how do you sign him on July the 1st if Leeds have been promoted at the end of the season? And Cass just said, you do. Yeah. So we owe them now uh, 21 million euros, which is 18 million pounds, give or take, in current money, and interest payable at 5% per annum over and above that for the the period in which we haven't paid the fee up to now. Um, so it looks like all three instalments should have been payable by now, but this was initially o- only over the first one. The complaint relates to the missing first payment, but obviously once that's settled, then the other two are settled, aren't they? Because the case is then, well, settled. That's good, isn't it? I'm glad we've signed him. It was fun for... 40-odd minutes, was the it? Bit where you got did, a trip to Sheffield, It, didn't it you? was fun until the bit with <laughs> watching play and then went, oh God, <laughs> what have we done? Well, I mean, that, that's the thing. I mean, we can discuss this at more length in, in future, but um, I guess it's... Why would we ever discuss it at more length? Well, not just in terms of what... 2025, right. it's still going fucking junk But when it, when it gets finally settled, 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 because Leeds have said they're going to look once more at their mm. remaining routes, but there's a very, very... Just, just yeah, just give it up now. It's like, it's like the VAR, isn't it? Like, just leave it, just let it stand. Just not answering the phone yeah. or... Or the door, I think, is the next step for not paying this. Just... But in essence, it kind of it just blows a hole in the in the idea that there's this extensive due diligence done. Because, like you said, Moscow, I agree that at the time it looked like a pretty good deal for somebody who was supposedly supposedly worth twice as much. Mm. Like we said, you can understand why Leeds went for it. And at the at the time, we said, "Oh, that could be good," but then for him to arrive and just be an absolute bag of shit. Well, he wasn't an absolute bag of shit. He got a hamstring injury in his like second. Well, it was his first reserve match, wasn't it? But the, so de- we never the details, got anywhere. but the details of the cast verdict is what I'm on about, in which Leeds have said because of his performance in training and such, he can't get up to the standards required. Don't come in and train. That's that was mentioned in the in the verdict. It was noted as part of the fact of the case. Well, yeah, so, but that's by the point where they're trying to get out of buying him. Yeah. So of course they were going to tell Cast that he was he was training terribly. I wouldn't be surprised. He could probably sue for defamation. Is actually I was I was perfectly fit, and this is all bollocks. I didn't see him train, so I don't know if he did or didn't. But I know that Leeds were trying to get out of a a loan deal for him so that's exactly what you would say anyway FA Cup who do you want that's tonight the draw Arsenal away 
It's our, for our annual tie. <laughs> it just will be, won't it? Probably. Why don't we get somebody shit from the lower divisions at Ellen Road? So and we lose sell, to them. Sell Ellen Road out and beat them. That'll be fine. Won't happen though, will it? Um, no, it'll probably be away at somewhere tricky. Like Chelsea or... No, no. I don't mean tricky in a, our actually good sort of way. I mean tricky in a kind of, we'll put up a decent fight and like Huddersfield away or something. Sunderland away. And, we'll, and yeah. we'll go and play a reserve team and lose. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, based on good. past experience, I can't think of a single team that would possibly be in the draw who we would not find tricky. <laughs> <laughs> just This is the problem. We will be drawn against a team. Who did we lose to last year? Canada, wasn't it? <laughs> Probably. Um, who, who can forget the great FA Cup run of, can't even remember now. of last year? It was what we... Did we beat West Ham or lose to West Ham? We lost to West we lost Ham in to the West Cup. Ham, yeah. And then beat them in the league. Because we played them two, like two games on the trot, didn't we, or something? Yeah. yeah. Um, so maybe that's it, is to see whoever we're playing in the league and just draw them. Sonny Perkins played in that for West Ham, didn't he? For a minute. I believe so. Yeah, I think it was... I mean, that's one of the reasons he left, is because, you know, while there was a lot of us, were all complaining that Gelhart only played 20 games. I think that was his one appearance. He got a couple of uh, Europa League sub-appearances on top, but um, David Moyes was just emphatically not using the best young striker in England. So we'll have him. Yeah, five seasons in a row we've gone out in the uh, the third round. What's the point? It's impressive, isn't it? What is that, honestly? It's remarkable, given we've not even had bad draws all the time. Mm. Maybe it'll be a repeat of um, who had the the celebrity in their team. Crawley? Yeah, yeah. Maybe they'll sign Matt Hancock and we'll play against <laughs> The pictures of Man ha- Matt Hancock playing football were tremendous. Have you, have you mm. seen him? Yeah, so he's got the experience, hasn't he? So mm. The ultimate insult. He can drop into uh, whichever team leads are get drawn against and, uh, and yeah, just to... Uh, Score a couple of goals against us and crack on with his <laughs> crack on with his slow career. Great stuff. That wraps up the uh, the World Cup diary for today. We'll be back later in the week. Probably what Thursday we'll say something like that. Yeah, something like that. Why not? We'll speak to you then. The Square Ball Podcast. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.